Episode of Strange Sauna. I do want to talk about Trump. This is something that I have been looking at, kind of exploring whether or not Trump worships Apollo, the sun god. Taking a look throughout his Trump Tower, there's a lot of mythological paintings, portraits, statues, representations. And yes, it's just a painting, it's just a statue, whatnot. But first off, I do want to kind of go through this ritual here. I have a video of Jordan Peterson talking about the raising of Osiris. These are Egyptian gods. You have Osiris, Isis, Horus, and Set. These were the gods of Egypt and what Egypt really wrapped their culture around. This myth has become a ritual. And the ritual is the president of the United States performs the raising of the Osiris ritual every time that they become inaugurated. We can play Jordan Peterson first, and we'll let him kind of explain the story. You need to know the characters. Osiris. Osiris is the old king. He's Dumbledore for all intents and purposes. He's the old king. He's the, he's the, the spirit that established the Egyptian state when he was young. He was a great hero, but now he's old. And he's, willf- he's archaic and he's willfully blind. That's Osiris. He has a brother, Seth. Seth is Set. And Set is Satan, because the word Satan comes from the word Seth and Set via the Coptic Christians. So, so, so he's a precursor to the Western idea of Satan. You have Isis. Isis is queen of the underworld, and Isis was the goddess of a religious structure that prevailed across thousands and thousands of years. Isis. And you have Horus. Horus is a falcon, and the Egyptian eye. Everyone's. He says falcon, but it's falcon. Everybody knows it's falcon. Come on. Come on, Peterson, say it right. He knows that eye, right? The eye with the open pupil. That's Horus. And Horus is a falcon because falcons can see way better. They can see better than us. They can see better than anything else except for perhaps eagles. And they fly above everything. Zazu in the Lion King is Horus, right? And Mufasa is Osiris. And Scar is Seth. Osiris is a great king. He established the Egyptian state. You could think about him as the embodiment of, the, of Egyptian custom and tradition. So think about this as we're watching this. Think about Osiris as Trump. He's tradition. He represents um, the old school method. He represents America, right? What was what was America founded on? Make America great again. So he wants to make it great again. Make, take it back to the foundation, right? So think about that. You could think about him as the thing that the pyramid represents, all right? But he was great when he was young, but he's not young anymore. He's old. And he's willfully blind. And what that means is that he doesn't see what he could see. He refuses to see what he could see. Why? So think about the election. Think about what he could see but did not see. Or at least maybe he saw it, but he didn't reveal that he saw it. Right? He looked like he was blind to this whole thing. And he looked like he was uh, blindsided 
by the election results, right? So he's he's the foundation, he's the pyramid of America, and he's willfully blind to what's going to happen to him. Why is Osiris old and willfully blind? Because that's what culture is. It's a paternal spirit that's old and willfully blind, and it's always that way, always that way. And the reason for that is because it's a construction of the dead. The dead aren't alive. They can't, so they're out of date. They can't update themselves anymore. And you inhabit their corpse. And that's actually what happens in an earlier story that I'll tell you next week. The, the, the early Mesopotamian gods inhabited the corpse of their father, roughly speaking. Anyway, so Osiris was great and, and when he was young, but he isn't young anymore. He's old and he's willfully blind. He won't look where he knows he should look. He doesn't have the energy or maybe he doesn't have the spirit. His brother Seth is not a good guy, and Osiris knows it, but he underestimates his malevolence and power. And so Seth in this story, I don't know who it would be. If it was Donald Trump was Osiris, I don't know who his brother would be. I don't, I don't know if that would just be the Satan worshippers of the deep state. Who knows? Seth wants to rule the kingdom. So what does that mean? It's easy. Maybe it's Hillary. Every stable society is, is threatened by... Willful blindness and malevolence, always. Every bureaucracy has that proclivity to stagnate and to become blind. That's why corporations die all the time. That's why a Fortune 500 company only lasts 30 years. It's why we have to have elections. It's to stop the dead from staying in control for too long. Seth, Osiris turns a blind eye to Seth. Seth is happy about that. Same thing happens in The Lion King, roughly speaking. Seth one day waits for Osiris to make a mistake and to be weak, and he attacks him and he chops him up into pieces. And he so he chops him up into fourteen pieces, and that's something that Peterson does not explain here. Is that he gets chopped up into fourteen pieces? Um, the one piece that uh, his his wife Isis cannot find is the phallus. So she creates these thirteen pieces, this Frankenstein kind of figure, right? But 13 is very, you know, it's very Masonic. If you look at the 13 colonies of the United States, you look at the pyramid on the back of a $1 bill, you'll see that I believe the pyramid has 13 pieces and then the eye at the top. He distributes the pieces across the entire Egyptian state. In fact, the Egyptians regarded their provinces as pieces of Osiris's body. Okay, so... Now, I was thinking about this. Sorry to keep on pausing, but... I was thinking if Osiris is Trump and the election breaks him down and he gets cut into 14 pieces, I was like, were there 14 swing states? And I found something that did say it did talk about 14 swing states. But now I'm I'm just seeing nine swing states, big six swing states and all this stuff. So I, I was actually thinking, like, what a perfect scenario is that he gets broken into these these provinces or these areas, as Jordan Peterson was talking about that he is dependent upon. Like, those are where he goes and re will remain because until he gets put back together. And maybe putting him back together is this uh, overturning the election and finding out that they are cheating. <laughs> kind of a weird way to think about it. Now, you can't kill Osiris because he's a god. And why is he god? a god? Because he represents the spirit of structure. And there's always structure. It can't be destroyed. It always reconstitutes itself. It can be uh, hurt and broken into pieces, which is exactly what happens to Osiris. Things fall apart. Why? Because they get old and because malevolence undermines them. That's what the Egyptians were trying to sort out. Okay, so 
Seth distributes his Osiris all over Egypt so he can't get himself back together Right? Things fall apart and they can't be brought back together But the spirit of Osiris still lives in the pieces So what happens? Order is demolished What would you expect? Chaos emerges That's ISIS Chaos is happening right now Joe Biden is reigning I don't know if he would be ISIS in this story But you know he could also be seen as set as Satan Seth whatever you want to say it as um, I did put something on telegram where in the Bible it was talking about how halfway through the tribulation is three and a half years it was equal to 1260 days 1260 days from the day that Joe Biden took office happens to be July 4th of 2024 so we'll see what happens in 2024 but until then um, let's, you know, moral of the story, chaos is happening right now, right? You're, you're creating chaos out of order. And that is another thing that, you know, with this whole Trump and Q movement is that, you know, people had to see it, that whole stuff where, you know, we had to walk through this in order for people to wake up. Well, that's a chaos. Out, that's order from chaos. That's exactly what we're going through right now. It, this is a big Masonic type of event when you look at it from that way. So you have to ask yourself, why, why is he wanting us to go through this chaos? And he's promising order. He's promising the best is yet to come, the coming of a golden age. If you go through the Q post, there's one that talks about a new enlightened age, the age of enlightenment, post 144, new age of enlightenment. What are we talking about here? But here we go. So Isis is reigning right now. Isis is queen of the underworld. She's Osiris's wife. Order and chaos, just like the yin and the yang. Order collapses, up comes the queen of the underworld. She's looking for order. Chaos cries out for order. She's looking for order. She goes all around Egypt trying to put Osiris back together. It's a state of chaos. She finds this phallus. She makes herself pregnant with it. And what does that mean? Well, it means it's like... She doesn't find his phallus. She creates an obelisk. And that is something that I did want to go into with the Belly of the Beast video where they talk about the obelisk in the Washington Monument. Um, the Washington Monument is an obelisk, which is like 666 feet tall or some shit. There's, there's some weird numbers with it. But it, it rep represents this um, raising of Osiris ritual. Isis becoming pregnant, and out comes Horus. Isis makes herself pregnant. She goes back down to the underworld. She gives birth to Horus. Horus is the Egyptian eye. He's the son of the great father and the great mother. He's a, he's a messianic figure. And in fact, much of the mythology that described Horus was extracted without much modification and then attributed to Christ very much and you, you can read about the parallels you can read about it online if you want but there's any number of parallels and of course there is a mythology that the Jews came out of Egypt and of course the Christians emerged from the Jews and so there was a, a tremendous influence of Egyptian thinking on the development of these later ideas okay so the eye of Horus that is the all-seeing eye that comes from this Egyptian mythology story and you see pictures of Isis with Horus on her lap that are virtually identical in content and form to the later pictures of Mary with the infant Christ. 
And that's the holy mother of God in the hero. It's, it's not a Christian motif. It's far deeper than a Christian motif. It's a human motif. So Isis, queen of the underworld, gives birth to Horus. And Horus grows up outside the kingdom. Why? In the underworld. Because that's what human beings do. You're alienated from your culture. Always. Why? It's old and dead and corrupt. And so that leaves you growing up in chaos. Uh, what would you call alienated from your fundamental culture? That's the story of adolescence. Horus grows up. He can see. That's what differentiates him from Osiris. That's why he's a falcon. He goes and has a fight with Seth. And now the difference between Osiris and, and Horus is that Horus does not underestimate Seth. He knows exactly what he's up against. He goes and has a terrible battle with him, trying to get his kingdom back. Something else that's echoed in the Lion King story. And while Horus and, and Osiris, or Seth are fighting, Seth tears out one of his eyes. <gasps> now why? Because Seth is the embodiment of destruction and malevolence. And no matter how conscious you are, if you encounter that, even voluntarily, the probability that it's going to damage your consciousness is extraordinarily high. That's why people don't do it. So the eyes torn out, but Seth is defeated and Horus banishes him to the nether regions of the kingdom. You can't kill him. Why? Because the malevolent destructive force that threatens states never dies. It's always there. You can only remove it temporarily. Now Horus is king. Pharaoh, king, god. He's got his eye. And so you think, well, he's going to just pop that back in his head and then he's going to be able to lead. He's going to be able to take his place at the uppermost pantheon of, pantheon of gods properly. But that isn't what he does. He takes his eye and he goes back to the underworld. Just like Pinocchio going into the depths to rescue Geppetto. And down there is the spirit of Osiris who's, who's extant as a kind of half-dead ghost. And he gives Osiris... He's missing his dick. Of course he's half-dead. Come on. Osiris' eye. Now Osiris can see. So what does that mean? You go down into the chaotic wind threatened by malevolence. Even to the point of damage to your consciousness. You go down into the chaos and you find the dead spirit of your tradition and you give it vision. And so, provided with vision, Osiris regenerates and then Osiris and Horus go back up to, to, to the world, linked together and rule jointly. Okay, now so think about Trump. Is he going to come back? Is he going to be risen again? I'm not trying to equate him to Jesus, people. But I'm just saying, in this story, if he is dilapidated, oh, and he's missing his penis. Oh, no. So he lost the election, and he's, he lost his he's phallus as well. But apparently, if he does come back, you know, this is the raising of an Osiris here. You, you have... Uh, vision. You now have the vision of what happened. You are awake. What happens when you are awake? You open your eyes. So you have vision. You have the eye of Horus now. And who is Horus in this story? Is it the Space Force? Think about it. The Watchers in the Bible also called the Guardians. What is the Space Force called? The Guardians. Am I right? Their motto is Semper Supra, 
always above. You know, that all-seeing eye, the watchful ones, the guardians. And yeah, there there's a lot of it. So maybe maybe the eye of Horus in this saving Donald Trump because it gathered all of the election data is Space Force. So Horus will provide the eye back to Osiris Trump and bring him back. But Jordan Peterson's the man and his explanation of it, yeah, it was it was lacking some details here and there, but nonetheless, um, the way that he describes the tradition and the values and how I could equate that to Trump, you know what I mean? Make America great again. Uh, yeah, you're talking about tradition. Let's bring back our tradition. Let's remember who we are. Let's rebuild this based off of our structure. But very Masonic structure. We were founded on a lot of Freemasonry. Um, I do want to show you another video here, and this is the belly of the beast, and we have Tom Horn. The Freemasons openly admit that the obelisk, the dome, well, again, it's on the Library of Congress website. These are structures designed and dedicated to all of the ancient pagan gods. But how many Americans know that at the inauguration of every American president, while he is standing over here in the dome, the pregnant belly of Isis, looking out across the mall at the obelisk over here uh, in the distance, that across town at the Herodome, the headquarters of the Scottish Rite Freemasonry 33rd degree, they are conducting the raising of Osiris ceremony in anticipation of the day that literally the spirit of Osiris, or who the Greeks would call Apollo, is going to rise up out of the underworld to become incarnate in a future American president who will take his rightful place according to the prophecy on the great seal of the United States, which both Franklin Delano Roosevelt and his vice president Henry Wallace wrote about. Wallace wrote about it in his uh, biography that he convinced Roosevelt, I think he was trying to take credit, but that he convinced Roosevelt that the prophecy on the great seal of the United States, the Novus Ordo Seclorum, was a Masonic prophecy pointing to a day in the future when the United States would rise up to take its rightful place as the capital of the new world order, the fulfillment of the Sibylline prophecy that says what? That Apollo is going to rise up from out of the underworld, take his place in a man, and give birth to a new golden pagan age. Literally the generator to make that happen is what we are standing in the middle of today doing this recording. And if you go inside the Capitol Dome and look up into the underside of the pregnant belly of Isis, what do you see? The apotheosis of George Washington. Literally apotheosis means to become a god. And what god is George Washington becoming? Walt Whitman, the famous American poet that is so connected to American history, said he's becoming the Osiris. I don't want to sound all poo-poo on Trump and poo-poo on, you know, Q and the Great Awakening, but it is very Masonic sounding. It is getting very Masonic sounding. Um, you know, nothing can stop what is coming. Nothing can stop the new age. If you look at the astrology with with what is coming as well. Just the phrases that Q kind of used. Uh, you know. I don't know. Three days of darkness, all this stuff. 
Um, also, Osiris apparently was killed on the 17th, you know, and so 17 Q 17th letter of the alphabet. Um, you do have other instances. Um, I can show you inside of Trump's tower here. So this is the sun, um, article from the sun inside of Trump's tower. See, you have Apollo tributes to Apollo here. Um, you have a bunch of whatever you want to call that. I don't know. Uh, paintings, murals, whatnot, right? Everything's in gold. And you know what? He's rich. So yes, of course he's going to have everything in gold, right? So, I mean, check out all this gold stuff, but, um, you do have, you know, very Masonic hand gestures all the time from Trump, um, going down here. So this is the story of Eros and Psyche, or this is a statue, I guess, of the story of Eros and Psyche. Um, you do have another painting of Apollo in his chariot up above the fireplace here. But this this Eros and Psyche is one of the stories of, like, the, the Nephilim, <laughs> you know, where you have divinity mating with mankind, and they're creating these um, half-god, half-humans, you know, the, the demigods. And that, you know, I just heard a an episode on tinfoil hat talking about do these people worship the watchmen and the watchmen also are known as the Nephilim where they come down and they mate with women on earth and they create lineages. And, you know, do they believe that they're part of these lineages? Is this a good, good versus evil type of thing? Is this, um, you know, you have people who worship the lineage of, Whoever this is, whoever these false gods are, I mean, I don't know. But this, you know, he he clearly has the representation here. Um, his coat of arms is, I, I know he had like a four-year lawsuit, but he took that from the, um, I think, Scotland, something. like he's, he's definitely Scottish. Scottish. He's Scottish, for sure. Um, so he went through a lot of, of uh, trouble trying to get that, and he he got it through. There we go. It's a coat of arms. And I heard this related to the, um, what is it, the woman of, the woman of, he- or the queen of heaven. So Isis is actually the queen of heaven in that parable where she gives birth to Horus and all that shit. So there's a lot of, Blah, 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 blah. Here, check this out. I mean, look at this. So this, he has a ton of paintings and whatnot murals dedicated to Roman mythology. None dedicated to Christ. None dedicated to uh, Christianity. Uh, at least that's what I've, I've heard, right? And not only that, but if you go up to the top here, this says that... Oh, where does it say this? Uh, blah, 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 blah. So he he basically, yes. So King Louis the Fourteenth is who inspired Trump to do all of this stuff, right? So all of his decoration or decorations are inspired by King Louis the Fourteenth. And if you look up King Louis the Fourteenth right here, look at this guy. Look at that mustache. That is a sexy ass mustache. Not a lot of effort. Well, I guess the yeah. 
the combing and the shaving back in the day. That would take some effort. What the hell? Is he wearing lipstick? Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Well, anyway, um, he's known as the Sun King. Right? King Louis XIV, known as the Sun King, reigned over France for 72 years. 72. And um, going back to that Belly of the Beast video, they do talk about the importance of 72, by the way. So um, that is another clip that they discuss. Um, th- there's just a lot to it, you know what I mean? I don't think that having a bunch of decorations in his house makes him worship Apollo, okay? There's a lot of people online saying, hey, he worships Apollo, look at this crap, look at this, you know? But I will say, not having anything dedicated to, to Jesus Christ, that is kind of weird. It is, it is odd. Um, there, I did find a clip of Lindsey Graham, I mean, screw Lindsey Graham, but I did find a, a clip of Lindsey Graham saying Trump is using dark magic or black magic and he's just trying, Lindsey Graham's just trying to kind of harness it and get, you know, ride that wave type of thing. There's something about Trump. There's a dark side and there's some magic there. And what I'm trying to do is just harness the magic. There's a lot to it. You know, Trump kind of, he knows what's going to happen all the time, right? So he kind of knows the playbook. The playbook is known. Where's the playbook come from? Greek mythology? Does it come from Masonic ritual? What is the playbook? And if they know it, how do they know it? Are they part of it? Are they a rival of it? Are they a factioning rival? So regardless here, what is this? Okay, further with Trump Tower. We got some crazy shiznat going on with Trump Tower. So the building's details, officially, it has 58 floors, but Donald Trump added 10 extra floors to the elevator numbers, which is suspicious, and claims that it has 68 floors, but he occupies the top three floors and calls them floors 66 through 68. Um, So in the mind of Trump, his penthouse begins on the 66th floor. Okay, but it goes through the 68th, so that's not... uh, Blah, 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 blah. I'm just kind of reading through this little article here. I do want to show you another video that kind of looks at Trump's tower from below or from above looking down below. And it's interesting because I've never seen it before. And it's it's odd. So check this out, everybody. We'll get this kind of loaded up here. But first of all, the tower has trees built into the side of it. I had no idea. I had no idea you could do that type of thing and why you would want to do it. It looks like pubic hair. I'm not going to lie. Here he goes. Check this guy out. So now let's look from an aerial view. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the picture. This is Trump Tower before mm-hmm. your eyes. Mm-hmm. The inverted pyramid that represents the female, Asherah, is built into his building it's right there and we also okay so to be fair this dude went into asherah you know and he went into all this stuff before i played this so he's not just coming out of the blue talking about that but apparently the inverted pyramid is a symbol of asherah okay it could also just be an upside down triangle see above 
the inverted triangle, seven pillars rising, which represents Baal. So we have the female and the male in Trump Tower. There's another image of it. Count the points at the top of the building. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yay. There's seven points. You did it. And now for the grand finale. Let's zoom in on the inverted pyramid. If you're looking at this image, let's count. This is odd. Trees going across. One. Starting from the left, we have one, two, okay, three, just count them, bro. four, five, six. Do you see it? Six on the top. Six on the top. And then we count down the right side. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six and on the, the side. On the left. Six one, two, on the three, other four, side. Five, six. So triple what sixer. Does this mean? It means that Trump's inverted triangle of Asherah that's on his building in the exterior of his home for the last 33 years represents 666. And it doesn't stop there, folks. Look at this. The fertility cult always places a grove of trees. Trees represent the feminine. And how interesting is it that Trump's inverted pyramid is made up with a grove of trees? And also, when you're looking from afar, the trees appear to look like the private area of a woman's anatomy. It's right there. Private area? Come on, bro. Just call it pubic hair. Some of you are thinking I'm being crude. We're all adults. It is right there. This cannot be denied. Now, is this a coincidence? Did Trump not know what his tower looked like? Of course he did. He designed it. Here's an image of the young Trump standing over his temple. He could put his finger on the triangle and count the steps. Mm, look at that. He was proud of it. He had to know about the inverted 666 triangle. It was his design. And also when we look at the upper portion, we can see that the upper portion of the building simulates the rising pillars of Baal. And right here, it's plain to see. You can count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Now, what does this mean? Pillars of Baal rise up and the inverted pyramid transcends down into the earth. Now, right here is a 3D image of the tower to make it a little bit easier to see. And here's another view from the top of the tower, from the roof, looking down. And as you can see, we have the seven points below and then the pyramid toward the end. This is looking down. So we have the 666 pyramid sitting on seven mountains. Here's a close-up of the 666 inverted triangle. Okay. So you guys get it. Isn't it weird? I don't know. It's the first time I've ever seen that. I didn't know Trump's tower looked like that. Um, you know, it, I, I will definitely tell you that it could just be seven towers. It could just be a six, six, six inverted triangle. It could just be a bunch of different things, but it's kind of, kind of weird, right? I'm not saying I subscribe to all of this, but I do think that it is very odd. I do think that Trump knowing what happened. So like, here's my idea with the whole Q thing. I loved it up until it never happened. And then now it's making me question the whole thing because now you're making us go through the chaos to bring about order. And that's Freemasonry to a T. So now it's, uh, there's a lot to question with it. You know, it's, okay, you're going to bring order, but who's, who's going to decide what order is and what is it really going to represent? Um, so this was the beginning of one of the episodes that I wanted to do on Trump. I do want to do a little bit more. I want to talk about, you know, the the bringing in the chaos and whatnot, because he is known as the chaos, um, the chaos candidate. 
or at least he was known as the chaos candidate. But chaos for who? Right. Um, I was going to talk about a lot of this stuff with Ryan Gable and the manufactured prophecy because the bringing up, bringing upon the end of the world. And that is really kind of where I think that this is all coming and coming from and going to. I think that they're going to be manufacturing the end of the world here soon. You know, you can you can look at various examples. I think that there there's crazy people out there that want it to happen to bring in this new age. And what is that new age going to be? Who's going to be in control of it? And who will we see? You know, are they going to bring aliens? Are we going to see these fallen angels? Are we going to see these Nephilim-like creatures? I don't know. That is for another show. But, yeah, hopefully hopefully this was okay. I just threw all this stuff last minute, so I'm really sorry. It's just, I was not planning on doing this today, but it is what it is. It's still interesting. Still liked watching it. Hopefully you guys liked it too. Okay, well, until next time, everybody, thanks for enjoying this strange sauna episode if you do like it and you want to recommend it to other people and yeah share it around there all right well we'll talk to you later This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.